0: the biggest change for me is is being even more intentional, right? Understanding my boundaries, understanding what's clear for me, and learning how to help
1: without being directly involved. Hello, and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from and whatever you do this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself each episode you will hear from some of the most amazing talented and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others together we're going to make the world a better place are you ready? because it's time for your daily helping Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and we are live at the GoBundance event in Park City, Utah. It is amazing. I have met so many incredible people, including the person I'm about to share with you today. His name is Aaron Velke. He's an entrepreneur, writer, high-performance coach, speaker, and author from Baltimore, Maryland. He's also the CEO of Money Club. It's an organization dedicated to helping growth-minded people create whole life wealth. And he's also the principal and personal performance coach with men on purpose, an organization that helps men find purpose and create a life of intention. They host a podcast, a community and online mastermind program and retreats, which help people clarify their vision, define their purpose and discover their mission. He's coached several hundred athletes and released his first book called Let Her Play that guides parents and coaches through a framework that creates better communication, more psychological safety, and increased physical performance on the field and in the classroom. I love that. To balance it all out, he, of course, is an athlete, an artist, reader, adrenaline junkie, and Comic Book Nerd. He had me at Comic Book Nerd, and we talked about that before the show. But Aaron, welcome to Daily Helping. It is awesome to have you here. Dr.
0: Richard, I am so
1: grateful to be here. So there's so many different things we could talk about, but I want to jump in the time machine with you, so let's let's get in the DeLorean and, and go back as far as we have to go. Talk to us about your superhero origin story. <laughs> what puts you on the path you're on today? Man, you know, I've spent a lot of time lately thinking about this.
0: The kid in me always saw comic book heroes as these icons that were untouchable so when i was young it was like this is who i want to be who else would you want to be right batman superman wolverine like all these marvel heroes i always thought that being a superhero was the only way to be completely sheltered and protected from hurt right superheroes never hurt and i think really young i i got to craft this future self that was untouchable, which I'm now learning is it's not the way to be the most human. But young superheroes were so cool. And now, yeah, I mean, it's like real life, right? The, I go to these Marvel movies and I am blown away. The inner kid in me is blown away at how real it
1: is. It's a lot of fun. It's very true. So was there anything you know, like a, uh, a point in time not like a tragedy, but I mean something that really defined kind of who you are today. Mm, absolutely,
0: I I was picked on a lot as a kid, and that's where a lot of the superhero mentality I think kicked in. Was if I'm a superhero, this won't happen. And what that's taught me over the years is a lot of compassion. It's, it's taught me to to listen to what's really being said or what's not being said to To notice someone that is hurting to to like feel empathy for someone that is hurting um it's changed the way i coach it's changed the way i lead it's changed the way I guide, changed the way I operate and that that has kind of become a superpower from going through those experiences so it, it really like i'm grateful for it now i wasn't for a very long time, but it has it's taught me
1: so much about people fantastic and so I'm going to first talk a little bit about money club so what made you decide to start that? And we'll begin there.
0: I, uh, I lived in an area that was changing a lot and a new school got built. I was at the time a property manager and the school opening up three or four blocks away seemed like a great opportunity to build a connection, build a bridge in the, in the community. So I called a buddy and, and he's now our COO. We had this idea that we could teach kids math via money. And as we built out, we built this awesome game, like the future just seems so bright. And we learned something really fantastic through the years. COVID changed a lot of our business because we were working with schools. Money isn't taught. Not only is it not taught, it's not talked about. And so we got this fixation in our mind of, could we prepare the next generation for what is gonna be all digital currency, right? Like that's very different for a five-year-old than it was for us. So could we prepare them? And as that evolved, we realized that adults are often not given education about money. That if you want more out of life financially, where, where do you go? Who do you trust? Who do you talk to? And how do you how do you learn about it in a way that isn't just like, break your soul in half and go get more money? Could Could we actually help people from kids to adults build a staircase with their money, understand the foundations and grow? And it kind of was our our give back to the young adults. And as we've grown, it's now a give back to adults, too. It's a a very unique way to to think about money and to build something educationally for for individuals.
1: So this is now something that exists for parents and children.
0: Yeah. Adults, kids, you know, we've got programs that help people on their way to, to wealth, understand real estate investing, understand themselves. We have coaching programs that give people a pathway to where they want to go help people determine their goals. Money is so different for every person. This is what makes this business and this mission really enjoyable. What people want is their own, it's their choice. And when you can take away the, the walls for somebody and let them get what they want and, and find fulfillment in that, again, not like go buy more stuff, but spend more time with your family, right? If, if you don't enjoy work, Let's build wealth so that you can be with your family. You can go on vacations. You can experience more. That's special.
1: What I really like about what you're saying is that you oftentimes hear people say, I want to win the lottery or I'd love to be rich. But nobody asks the question of why, right? Is it, do Mm. I want to be rich so that I could have 7,000 Rolexes? Do I want to be rich for exactly what you said? To spend more meaningful time with the people that are most important to you, to have impact, to build, you know, the horizontal income, which you know, can in perpetuity, yeah. take care of your families. I love the way that that's framed. And so, talk to us a little bit. You know, what year did you start it? How big has it gotten? You know, what's next for it? Well, we we conceived the idea in like 2014. At the
0: time, it was a nonprofit. It has now evolved into a venture-backed business. Uh, but 2015 is like the origin story, which feels like forever ago, like a whole different world ago, really. Um, now, you know, we, we've worked with, on the youth side, we worked with, you know, thousands of individuals across the U S and Canada. It's been neat to see how young adults respond to what we do. We've, we, we began by intersecting. Here's how money works with, here's how you work. Here's your relationship with money. Here's the social piece, the pressure to like, have it, look at where it drive it. So it's really cool to combine that. And now where we're headed, you know, having worked with adults all the same in this free community online, we have all these programs, coaching, et cetera, educational programs to guide people towards their, their long-term goals. And one of the questions that we ask is, how much money do you want in life, right? And you can't stop at the first why. You have to go four whys deep. And what's really fascinating is almost all of us have the same things once you dig deep enough, right? I want, want more money so that I don't have to work as much so that I can spend more time with my family because they mean the most to me, right? It's simple stuff like that. And money is just the conduit to create that. So this vision that we have is, is a staircase where individuals can not only learn, but apply. It's really important to apply it. And we've got really good programs to guide people to, this is, this is your long-term plan. This is not a good, you're not gonna do this quick. This is, a, this is a roadmap for your life. And if you do it with integrity to, to what money is and what it can, can create for you, life is very different. But most of us don't have a plan. And most of us don't trust you know, a, a financial advisor to just say like, hey, I got your best interest in mind. We don't create the plan for you. We create it with you. And then we've got the programs that can help you get on path. And I, had, I just have this, I always come back to this vision of, of more people spending more time with their family, doing things that they
1: love. And that
0: wealth helps create them. I love that. It's
1: a beautiful thing. It really is. I want, I want to shift gears a little bit and and shine a light and spend some time talking about men on purpose. So Mm. again, kind of the same question as with the money club, what was the impetus for creating that? Why did you go down that path?
0: So my business partner there and I have spent a lot of time around successful individuals that also, and it doesn't have to be a successful individual. It could just be a person, right? A human being that doesn't know why they're here, doesn't know what they care about, and has not been given a tool to say, here's what a life would look like if nothing else mattered, right? If I got rid of the need for money, if I got rid of, you know, I had, I had it all, I got there. Whatever there is for you, once you get there, the question is like, then what? So we all may have these dreams of like, I, I win the lottery, but then what? Well, what would you care about? And... The work that we've been doing is is helping individuals spotlight things they would stand for, things that they would add to the world, the causes, the helping, and the, the initiatives that matter most. What kind of legacy would you leave? And so similar to education about money, right? If, if you don't have your money right, start, start there so your bases are covered. You can build stability. Once you have that and once you're on the right trajectory, then the question is, What do you care about? What matters to your soul? What's going to satisfy and fulfill you? And it's really neat to kind of juxtapose these things next to each other to say, start where you need to be. But that really came from and has been a large inquisition into how can we help someone build an intentional life where they get up every day and they know, I'm excited about this. The money's great. Business is great. It's fun. And having intention, having impact, there's nothing as fulfilling. So it's really cool pathway to guide someone down.
1: Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I wonder if you would mind sharing an example or two of somebody, you know, of course not names, but somebody who's gone through this program, and their story mm-hmm. of real success yeah. through this.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is always a fun piece of the, the journey. So we host a lot of events and retreats. Uh, we have masterminds. We have um, a variety of different programs that we take people through. And in many ways, we've worked with someone. In real estate right real estate is known to be like wow i can do well here and we were working with a guy who was really passionate about real estate we started asking questions about why the, he was passionate about real estate and as we dig deeper what we discover is that it's not real estate it's getting someone closer to their dream so we kind of dig another layer deeper and layers and layers start peeling back on this onion and what mattered most to him was that families had a future that excited them. And it wasn't long after that discovery that he wasn't a real estate agent anymore. And as he shifted into helping families discover their, their intention, their dream, his whole his whole perspective of life changed. I mean, we've helped musicians discover their worthiness. We've helped entrepreneurs craft culture and impact into their business. We've helped individuals that have like an enterprise evolve into a mission-oriented enterprise. We've helped um, family men become family men, right? Like it's easy to say I'm a family man, but we've really helped them get things out of the way that that create that. And everyone has their own story. And especially as we do our work, our job is to ask the questions and chisel away at what matters most so that someone can go from, I sell things I don't care about to I craft plans for families to become happier, right? Tremendous transition. And we're still working with him to figure out what's next and how that comes to light, but a much more purposeful business will take him way further. And we know that.
1: Absolutely. So let's talk about what's next for men on purpose. Where do you see this going? So we're here doing workshops on
0: vision and purpose here. Uh, which is really, really exciting. It's growth. We're, we're launching masterminds. We are working with organizations that have
1: yeah.
0: real connection. So connections like we all care about fitness. We all care about health. We all care about growth. We all care about money. We all care about business, whatever, whatever the organization is. And in many of those organizations, we come in and support the whole person. Right, the development of the whole person and we we're kind of like this pie slice that when you when you insert it into the the pie the overall image of this org where there's a lot of people trying to get let's say fit right fit's a great example being fit is different than having the identity of I'm fit right if you're still internally like the kid that gets picked on because they're not fit that's what we work on healing so we've got this Awesome roadmap. We're building uh, support for those that want to quit their job. We're building support for those that are looking to build a business that is intentional and on purpose. There is so much ahead for this business, more retreats. We've got one coming up in March, another one in June. It's just, it's a roadmap of impact and much of where we're going is more programming and more masterminds
1: that help men get clear. I love, I love everything that you're saying. (laughs) And, And so somebody's listening to this and they're saying, Hey, this sounds good. Uh, maybe this is a good fit for my husband, or maybe you're not a man. Is there a sister organization or somebody that you're working with for the women who might be hearing this? We're, we're definitely thinking about women on purpose.
0: Uh, and, and we have some women that come in. And ironically, I, I was talking to my business partner, Ian, on this. The, the work, the, uh, the, the podcast has more women listening to it than men, which is fascinating to me, right? Women on purpose is coming. We don't know when. We have to find the right leader for that,
1: but it's coming. Awesome. What I want to talk about next is your book because I'm really intrigued by it. Let her play. So when did you write the book first, first off? It published on leap day, 2020. How about that? Okay. And so, you know, was it something you've been thinking about for a while? Did you kind of get hit by a bolt of lightning? And it's like, I'm going to write this book. Like, how, how did that go down for you? Uh, I would say yes and yes. I got hit by a bolt of lightning just a long time ago.
0: I was working with a lot of young female athletes and definitely got this bolt of lightning. It was like, I got to publish some of these stories. They're like really heartfelt. Uh, but I was terrified to write about it. One is not a dad and two as a, a, a man, right? I'm like, I'm publishing a girl, uh, a book on girls mentality and and athletic experiences as neither of these things. I just have a lot of stories and a lot of lessons and a lot of um, experiences around things that worked, went well, and things that didn't, and lessons that could be learned. I was often in the middle of the relationship between an athlete and a parent. I'm the coach. So sometimes I'm defending a player. Sometimes I'm supporting a parent very very unique triangular model and I learned a lot and that that book is that book is cr- my, like my entire heart I coached for 12 years soccer was my favorite game I played still play played since I was four and it's, it's my gift back to the game I'm since retired as a soccer coach but it was it was my gift to the game as I left
1: so take us through somebody's listening to this and like yep that this sounds really really exciting to me Take us through the tenets of the book and, and what a parent, what an athlete is gonna get out of the book. It's a, it's a really good guide for like
0: a coach or one of the parents that has a daughter playing sports. So some of the, the pillars of this are understanding psychological safety with athletes. Athletic strength and athletic um, future and trajectory is largely based on the athlete's strength, not the determination of the parent and not the willpower of the parent. And what I, what I walk people through is some general experiences that are really key to an athlete. One being, have they experienced risk, injury, some of those things? Every athlete needs to understand how to respond to those. I do not want players to get injured. However, they need to be mentally strong enough to, to withstand them. Another really interesting sort of space is the car ride home. And when you talk to athletes, especially athletes between the age of like nine and 15, they're like, I hate the car ride home. I hate it. Because every mistake that came up during the game, I have to relive. And so I break down like what's really happening in the mind of an athlete and tools that will help create a healthy conversation rather than just rehashing everything that went wrong. Um, We talk about setting goals, failing, being measured. Being measured is really important. You and I are measured all the time, right? We look at our progress and say, Is this what I wanted? And I had athletes all the time, parents all the time that were very, I'll keep it PC here, but very aggressive about cutting a player. She just wasn't there yet. And the best players that I ever had had been cut in the past. And That says something about adversity, the way they handle stress and things that don't go their way. And when I imagine most young athletes, they are not professionals and that's not negative that is in fact reframing to what is the extraction that a sport does. And as as they go through sports, they learn the most valuable lessons that life can teach. But if we're fixated on they're gonna be a professional, we miss those. So the book is really a framework that a parent can go through or a coach can go through to make sure they're focused on long, long long-term outcomes of the person, Not just the, like, obviously they have to coach the athlete on skill development and all that. But if they keep this in mind, parent or coach, that human being has a much brighter future ahead.
1: I love that. And and I know we didn't talk about it when I introduced you, but I know that giving back is something that strongly resonates with who you are. Mm. Talk to us about some of the things you're doing in that area.
0: My my whole world is giving back. Like, and it's, it's really weird to think about what my life is now. Like I've chosen to build businesses that are give back machines. So we've kind of combined business with contribution at the same time. Uh, I love to do random acts of kindness. You know, if you see me out, you will often see that the person, if I'm at a cafe, the person next to me or behind me isn't going to pay for their coffee. I love those kind of small things. Um, And in many ways, what I've had to learn over the last couple of years is how to say no because i love to give i love to you know spend time connect with people and and support them so i'm often giving time to schools and local local businesses to to help their staff or help their team or help their young adults i'll go speak to to other coaches or or teams to to get them moving in the same direction and and i don't know how to live any other way like my whole life has been service the reason i'm here is because of service and i genuinely believe that more service leads to more of whatever you want, and when you when you actually see that connection, your whole life flips upside down. It's not selfish to serve, and it will be self fulfilling to serve.
1: We've talked about this over the years so many times in my show, but I just every time I hear it, I, I light up because we are beings that are neurobiologically predisposed to feel good when we help others. And a lot of people don't realize that, but the more people that get in the habit of doing kind things while asking nothing in return, just doing kind things forever, I promise you, if you do that every day, you are going to wake up feeling better than if you didn't.
0: Dude, so I, I was thinking about this the other day, right? Giving and service to others breaks a very fundamental thought pattern that most of us have most of us live in a zero sum game. If I give you $10, I've lost $10. And when you serve someone, you break that. It's now a multi-sum game. I am helping you here today, which is helping me. Both of us are win. It's a one and one. It's two. And when you start to live that way, man, does the world open up and your, your brain goes from scarcity into possibility. It's, it's a
1: beautiful transition beautiful. So well said. Aaron, tell us what is next on your roadmap. What's, what's on the horizon for all that you're doing? What is on the horizon,
0: man? There's, there's a lot coming and changing for me. I'll, I'll be a, a kid, a dad very soon. So that's a big change in my world. Um, I'm excited and terrified about that at the same time. But the biggest change for me is, is being even more intentional, right? Understanding my boundaries, understanding what's clear for me and learning how to help without being directly involved. I'm really excited to build structures and businesses that scale, that change more and more people without necessarily my time trade. A lot of my time trade has been, whew, I've got to do this manually. And now we've built systems and structures and courses and platforms that are helping way more people. And that just means me getting out of the way. So my lesson right now is getting out of the way.
1: You might've just given us this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And I know you're going to have an amazing answer regardless. So as you know, I ask every guest who comes on the daily helping at the end of our episode, if you could tell us your biggest help in that one most important thing that you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today,
0: getting out of your own way might have to be number two. I think that needs to stay number two. Um, the best helping that I could offer somebody is to learn to witness positivity and celebrate it. When you see it, celebrate it in your life, in someone else's life, around you. Lifting up someone else has been the most significant thing I've ever done. And now it's my lifestyle. And w- when just simple things will tune you into what's around you. It's a very, very simple thing but it's a very challenging thing to do. When you see positivity, celebrate it.
1: There's something you said in there that I love so much. You called it a lifestyle. And that is so beautiful. Aaron, where can people learn more about you and everything you're doing online? Mm, I appreciate
0: that question, Dr. Richard.
1: Uh, Best place to go is
0: wearemoneyclub.com slash dailyhelping. And there's everything that they can need right there. We have lots of different offers, but that's also a great way to, to, to meet me. If they want to connect, if they want to contact, if they need help, uh, that's a great place to go. Our, our social handles are everywhere. My Instagram and all that is just my name, Aaron Velke, and they can find me, send me a message. You know, anything they learn from this, I would love to hear. Uh, and anything they need help with, I would love to hear. All right, I can I can direct them where is best.
1: So beautifully said. I love it. And we're going to have the links to everything. Aaron Velke in the show notes at thedailyhelping.com. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show. I loved our conversation today. Dr. Richard, thank you so much. This is great. Absolutely. And I also want to thank each and every one of you who took time out of your busy day to listen to our conversation today. If you like what you heard, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today, do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others.